Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, check us out on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast. On Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod. Uh, you can find us on Reddit. Uh, it's reddit.com backslash r backslash Tinfoil Hat Show. Or all comedy t shirts.com. If you have any suggestions for future guests or topics, go ahead and email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Welcome back to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis. Uh, hi, Ryan. We're like the first this gay cause... couple of conspiracy yeah. theories. I think it's beautiful, man. Hold up there, partner. Say that again. Dark realm, crazy shit. Wake up, Aaron. There's reptile people everywhere. Hey man, where's hey, the truth there, dog? Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yes, welcome back. To the bunker, we are again here at the All Things Comedy Studios. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. Join me as always is my good friend. Oh man, I hate when it happens all the time. My good friend off the grid, Ryan Davis. What's up, Sam? You ready to do this? Is your shit going or is my shit? Yeah, who fuck knows? Is it? Oh, it's always doing definitely it. yours. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, real quick before we get into dates and all that stuff and our guest. We want to thank you. We have had the best week we've had yet on this show. The show, the way it is now, didn't start mm-hmm. till March. And we are we are really close to our goal for this show. And it's all because of you guys and just how much you guys just love the conversations and the support and the community and all that shit. So we love you guys, even though some of you guys like to lay into me about how I'm shaking like I have Parkinson's or I'm fucking high on drugs or whatever it is. I do appreciate you guys and your support. And I appreciate the hard work that Ryan puts into the show. So enough with the lovey-dovey. Thoughts, Ryan? Yeah. The president of the internet called, said we won. Al Madrigal's uh, talking about changing the name of the network to Tinfoil Hat. Yeah. So, so yeah. I would like to start an all-conspiracy podcast channel. We're doing it, guys. Guys, uh, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday night is the next Comedy Chaos at the Live inside the main room of the Comedy Store. We sold out last Tuesday. It's looking like it's going to sell out already. We're already up to uh, 200 tickets sold, which would mean it should sell out by early Wednesday. Grab your tickets now. Joe Rogan, Brian Callen, Theo Vaughn, Christina Pajinski, Kay Quigley, Tony Rock, and myself. Hopefully we'll have DJ Buddy spinning the steel wheels up front and a lot more. Then the following week, I am at the Laugh. I'm excuse me, I'm at the LA Comedy Club in the Stratosphere in Las Vegas. And we're doing I'm there the whole week. And then we're doing a very special show. January twenty fifth. We're doing the naughty show during the AVN week. Uh it's AVN Awards Week out there. I got Penthouse Pet. Uh, Christiana Sin, she'll be hosting along with uh, Richard Hunter from uh, Phone Booth Fighting. 
and uh, hopefully we'll throw a couple more. I'm trying to convince Jason Ellis to be on it, so we shall see. So uh, that's the business, homeboy. That's the business. Uh, I want to introduce our next guest. He's in town, out of New York. He has one of my favorite bits. I believe it's on ice cream, isn't it? Your your killer ice cream bit. It's my ice cream conspiracy bit. I love uh, it. I love yeah. it. Please welcome from the Tim Dillon is going to hell. Tim Dillon, everybody. Yeah, thank you for having yeah. me. I'm that'd excited. Be, that'd be weird if your name wasn't Tim Dillon. Yeah. And you're just pissed at this dude going to hell. You're like, yeah. fuck that dude, Tim yeah. Dillon. It's just He's a, going to hell. It's an enemy I had from grade school. Uh, he he can't. can't do anything about it. Yeah. There, is an, uh, there is a Tim Dillon uh, on on Twitter that's not me, that's tagged in everything. And he gets and pissed. He, he gets so mad. He's and like, he, dude, I'm not going to hell. Fuck you. Yeah, because you know, people tweet him all the time like, oh, what do you think about the pedophile cults? He's like... I don't know what's going on, but this is the wrong Tim. He works at Marvel. I feel bad. Like he's in the business too. Like he knows you know, what's how up. about yeah. he changes his name? How I agree. That? There's a I powerful think. force in the community of conspiracy and comedy. And if you don't like it, get a new name, homeboy. That's what that's what I think. Get a new name. Yeah. Um, what is your podcast about? Tim Dillon's going to hell. We we originally started to we wanted to originally provide a defense of people that were universally reviled. People that were hated, whether it was CEOs, dictators, people that had done things that were, but that that was so. The, most want to defend the weak. You want to defend the powerful. Yeah, well, somebody's got to step in and, and say, "Hey, you know, yeah. I mean, sure, it's very easy and kind of hack to be like, hey, human trafficking's all negative.' Yeah, we wanted to get in there and go. <laughs> we well, what's at least." Give the, those people a hearing. Yeah. Um, but actually, what, it, what we don't really stick to that as much as we just look at dark stuff yes. going on in the news yes. and dark, you yeah. know, the underbelly of, of whatever it is. We, we tend to look at people in the world that we consider operators, people who kind of get things done. What was the Hitler like? Hey, man, he made cool roads, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we would we would look at it and be like, you know, what what was what was he like? You know, obviously what he did was, uh, you know, ghastly and yeah, evil. killing tens of people. Yes, it's, it's horrible. It's you know? horrible, right? But we would, <laughs> you know, we we would kind of try to figure out what was going on. Well, I, I'm glad you're on here. Uh, we were going to we, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is one of the more interesting episodes because it's the first time that me and Ryan haven't been on the same page about what the episode's going to be about and we little we bumped a little bit of heads and uh which I kind of like mm-hmm. but I wanted to do an episode on Martin Luther King right. and all of his side strange and he go dude we can't do that and I'm like yes that- <laughs> yes I think all I the- agree with him yeah. actually <laughs> I want to talk about all the side ass that Martin Luther King used to get cuz we're all Fucking human. Yeah. Okay. None of us are perfect. And even people who want to change the world can get tired of begging the same person they beg. And I'm not, that's not just guys and girls. That's the other way around. Yeah. Might get bored of banging the same and want a little side as he tries to change the world. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right? If anybody deserved side, it's Martin Luther King. 100. That's you know? my point. I mean, if anybody. That's what I'm saying. If I've anybody said that was before. put in there nine to five. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he had a dream. He had a dream. And that was threesomes with white chicks. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Aaron, are you already uncomfortable? We know how you love Martin Luther King. No, I'm, I'm 100% on board for this. Okay, I'm cool with that. He has actually a Martin Luther King tramp stamp. Does he really? Yeah, that's how much he, Aaron loves Martin Luther yeah. King. Can't stop. <laughs> can't stop talking about. Now, uh, Tim, a uh, fun thing about you is that you are a gay man. 
Yes. Is that correct? Are you I mean, openly it, gay? And it's less fun just... for my dad, uh, but it is fun. Okay, no, yeah, that's I'm open about it. I talk about it on stage. Well, that's now, the other thing that the guy on Twitter is like. Everybody keeps taking it on Twitter, like you're fat, you're gay, you're fat, and this poor guy from Marvel's like. Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah, I am, but how do they know? Yeah, so if he has a wife, it's like, this is terrifying for the guy. You guys should do an episode defending that guy. <laughs> We've tried to get him on the show. And he won't do he it? He won't do it. And we that's... said we think it's a great idea. It's hilarious just to have, you know, come on the podcast. What is it like to be me but not me? Now, but do you, now, he won't do it. As a gay man, yeah. and then we'll get into our subject, there seems to be this push of, like, all these foo-foo gay men and yeah. comedy and all this shit. Yeah. Do you feel that you fit that stereotype that the industry would p- want to push you? Or do you feel like they love the stereotype of a gay man and that's who they want to push out to the I think it's changing. I think I've been doing good, so I can't really say that, like, oh, the industry doesn't pay attention. But I have in my headlining set, I have two jokes about being gay. Two to three. Because I don't think it's the funniest thing about anything, you mm-hmm. know? I, you don't I, want to define you as no, a person. No, I, I want people to come into a, a show and, and hear a set and laugh, and, and I'm not running away from it or hiding it. But to me, in 2017, it is not – it's not even a, a thing where, you know, I, I feel like it's a uh, – even – I don't think it's even rates in terms of interest. It really anymore. is. I got to be honest. 100%. Yeah. Isn't it weird that like for the – and I get it because it was so demonized for a while. Just yeah. anything other than vanilla Christian religious sex yeah. was just demonized and people had to go deep under, in the darkness to get it done. But if you think about how much of your life is actually dedicated to the act of sex. Yeah. It's like – you, you you should be defined more by your working out, what you work out, what do you do at the gym, than you yeah. do the actual. Well, I do well nothing. So that's what I. That's how I would be defined. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like zero. <laughs> you'd be the nihilist. Literally of walking by. Yeah. Um, the only but, gym you know is the one you're blowing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, I, I think a lot of people that aren't that funny or don't have a perspective, kind of their default is my sexuality. My race, my religion, my whatever, and that's their default because they don't really have a perspective on the world. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a dude where if I sit you down and I talk to you about what I think about the world, the last thing you're going to walk out of there going is, oh, that guy's gay. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's, like, there's a lot of shit I'll drop where you're like, Jesus Christ, you know? So I think that the, the comics that are really into like every, every joke, everything they say is like, gay, 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 gay. it's the fact that maybe if they weren't gay, they'd be a fucking accountant. Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe they wouldn't be on a stage saying anything. And you wonder if some people at the end of the day really want progress, because what would they be able to talk about at that point? A hundred percent. You know, it's just like if I think they, everybody if all... wants to be uh, I, I think being an individual is terrifying. And I think that people, even though because that's the whole thing, we're in this crazy thing about identity politics. But, you know, Jordan Peterson is always on Rogan show. He was like. If you really want to boil identity politics down to its purest form, it's the person. It's the individual. So, like, you know, but that's terrifying for a lot of people, especially people that, like, like I said, maybe feel insecure, don't feel like they have anything other than an an allegiance with a group. I I totally agree with that. I think that I think what people want is they want change in the terms of they get all the good stuff. 
that they talk about they don't get. Right. But they still get the traditional stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, women. They want the job opportunity. They want the blah, blah, blah. But they also want the flowers and, the, you know, and half your shit and the yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. you know. Right. And same thing with black people. It's like they want the opportunity, bang white chicks, all this stuff. Right. And I get pulled over by cops. But they also want to be able to bitch about white people, yeah. use the N-word, all yeah. that other stuff. And right. so it's like, and I get that because why wouldn't you want? everything sure but at the end of the day it's like you are you're using a crutch if i know your act before you start to talk like i wouldn't know what you're going to talk about no yeah 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 like if you walk up i wouldn't know yeah maybe a couple fat jokes that's yeah, okay you sure. know me it's like i i just completely talk about how creepy i fucking look at right stuff. but people don't know what, what i'm what gonna talk gonna about yeah which puts me a little bit in the hole yeah i mean even though i'm gonna crush it's a it's not gonna be that you know when Gabriel Iglesias walks out and you're they like, know, they look know. at this dude yeah. in the shorts and a giant Hawaiian shirt and he's, yeah. he's and he's dude and that's not against that dude because that guy's nice as fuck, killer, and funny killer, as shit. Yeah. So, but they know who that guy is as he walks out. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that what makes comedy interesting is not knowing what the hell is going to happen. I don't. So my first joke is never uh, something to do with my sexuality. It's usually my third or fourth or fifth joke. So people, I, I like the idea that people are kind of thrown. Or they're like, I don't, I don't want to be upfront about it and being like, you better like me. Yeah, you know, because I think there is some of that now where people are like, you, be, you know, I feel like I get treated like a straight white guy if I don't say anything about my sexuality. Yeah. So I almost like that. Yeah, especially in these LA like alternative rooms and shit, you kind of get out there and you're like, I'm not going to use a cheat code. Yeah. right now by being like, hey, I'm gay. So I try to like do as much as I can, and then obviously you do a joke about it because you you, you wrote a joke about it. It's funny, whatever. But uh. It's the programming that it's so interesting to watch the programming of crowds yeah. and how as a comedian you do it long enough you see that like certain people can get away with certain things Absolutely. certain people can't and it's just like that is I mean I've said before on the show uh, political correctness it has nothing to do with the civil rights movement right. the civil rights movement is like we're all equal and it's like the rules apply to everybody the civil right the, 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 the uh, political correctness is what makes scared white people comfortable yeah and I think we took about programming comedy shows it's also the programming of society you know it serves people's interest for us all to hate each other yeah it really does the the highest level the the highest level and the idea that it's all an accident is i've never bought into i think these divides are encouraged a lot of them happen organically but they're encouraged i mean the idea that you have the media that's just completely dedicated to ratcheting up tensions all the time it to me is not an accident people uh, that are terrified and anxious and fucking medicated and everything else. This is by design to an extent because yeah. it serves the interests of people in the highest levels and makes them a lot of money. And you you could tell instantly who watches too much news yeah. by the look in their eyes, and that's the look of I own a thousand cats. Right. I own a thousand. Yeah. You look like I. My only friends are cats. It's just like it's it's almost too much. It's like the guy who watches too much pornography. You can see it in his eyes. Like he doesn't look right. You know, he, there's something off about him. It's the same person who watches too much too much news. And it's like you've said before that great quote from Mark Twain. Right. It's like, uh, you know, if you don't read the newspaper, you're 
uninformed. If you read the newspaper, you're misinformed. Yeah, yeah. And there's people who think watching the news they're informed. They don't understand. It's it's propaganda. Yeah. And if you're in the conspiracy world like we are, 90% of our, our arguments yeah. with people are propaganda versus conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. And I think the other thing is that em- emotionally something happens to you. When you watch, you know, it's that great Bill Hicks joke. If you watch CNN for more than, you know, 19 hours a day, you know, it's the joke he does where it's basically depression, war, famine, AIDS. And then you look outside and it's just a a cricket chirping. (laughs) There is this weird disconnect between everybody telling you that the sky is falling and you and you're wrong if you don't think so. Like if you're just walking around living life, trying to be positive, you're doing something wrong. By not embracing this this terrified stance that everybody else is walking around, and who do we got to go to war with, and what do we got to do, oh. and who, what's the next protest, and where, you know what I mean? It's like there's this woman on Facebook put out this video of this Muslim woman talking about it's from the '80s how she wants to stab Americans, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you you know we're bombing the fuck out of them, right? Yeah. Like, we are dropping bombs on them at a rate in yeah. which we ran out of bombs. We have, we had right. no more. They're right. like, more bombs. They're like, oh, dude, you got to give us like yeah. two weeks. We got to make more. Right. We have none. And <laughs> you're like so mad yeah. that they want to stab us? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I think one of the major problems with the with the news that we get is it's all American news. Oh, yeah. So everybody is from, and you have this false paradigm of like liberals and conservatives, but all universally American. Same schools, same institutions, oh, same yeah. country clubs, but supposedly we're all, we're all to believe that these people have huge differences. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's. Well, you see it all yeah. the time. To- you know when I knew, and then we'll get to our shop, when something was up is yeah. when I saw Bill Clinton at Trent Lott's uh, the displaying of his um, portrait. his portrait in the house, the Cong- the Library yeah. of Congress. Yeah, they were. It was the what was it called when they premiered unveiling the, the unveiling. Yeah, like, the unveiling of it, and I saw him with Trent Lott, uh, Orrin Hatch, and Newt Gingrich, yeah. and they were laughing. I'm like, these dudes. Yeah. tried to make kick you out, and yeah. now you're best friends. And I go, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's all... I think it's professional wrestling on a level, and, I, and people have made that analogy before, but I feel like there's this idea that it is a game. And when you, I mean, look at Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and all these people. I'm not saying that it was fake or they don't hate each other, but at the end of the day, these people know each other. They have a lot more in common with each other than we have with any of them, mm-hmm. okay? And I think when they play this game, which is the biggest game you can play, it's the highest level you can play any game, basically all the rules go out the window, and then whatever happens, happens, and then you kind of shake hands afterwards because you're like, at the end of the day, we are the ruling class. We're going to only do things that preserve our position in society, no matter what. And that's the thing with Trump. Like, There are a lot of people that think that Trump is going to do things to help them. And my contention has kind of always been, Nobody who's going to do that is going to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or be allowed to, to win. Like there's nobody that isn't, and I truly believe this, on some level controlled at a very high level. I, I believe whether it's blackmail, whether it's overt, 
whether it's covert, whether it's like, you know, a guy like Trump who's very easy to control because he's such a narcissist yeah. and he wants to be liked and people can yeah. kind of yeah. steer him. And yeah. the CIA and all these power structures are very good at steering these guys. Yeah. And they did it with Obama and they do it with Clinton. And, and you know, all of these guys, and it's years later that you find out yep. how these guys were controlled, how Nixon was controlled, how Kennedy was controlled, and then obviously couldn't be, and then is goodbye, you know? So to me, I'm like, I I appreciate like the guys at Alex Jones that are really like, hey, this guy's really good. Maybe do stuff. he's controlled. I mean, at a certain point, you never really know. And I do sympathize with the idea like Alex Jones is like, I, this is the first time in my life I have the ear of a president. This is the first time in Alex Jones's life he could probably get the president of the United States on the phone. That does something to yeah. you, you know? I, I lost. He lost me at Islamic Jihadists. I mean, just over and over again, we find out that we're uh, funding this the album. Like uh, every time yeah. there's a suicide attack, uh, uh, suicide bombing, there is like uh, a week later, like oh, they were in this program, they were in that. Yeah. Uh, from the Boston bombing, yeah. to fucking the, well, the old Pulse a great, nightclub. There's a documentary about Oklahoma City, and the guy's got a great a quote. He goes. Every time three people are talking about overthrowing the government, two of them work for the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's fascinating how, you know, right after the Boston bombing, Russian intelligence comes out and goes, you knew who they were. They were in your program. We told you who they were. And just to give you another fucking crazy fact about that, Graham Fuller, who was a CIA agent, who was the architect of funding the Mujahideen in Afghanistan to fight the Soviets. This guy, Graham Fuller, was the architect of that, where we basically funded... You know, these rebel groups in Afghanistan to fight the Soviets in the 80s. Those rebel groups became, drumroll, Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Okay? Graham Fuller has a daughter, Samantha, Samantha Fuller. Samantha Fuller married a guy named Rusli, uh, Ruslian, uh, Ruslan Zarnayev. Ooh. Ruslan Zarnayev is the uncle of Tamerlan and Zokar Zarnayev, who ended up doing the Boston bombing. And, and so oh, it's, my God. So, again, it's like... This is this a very web. small world. It's very strange. And you bring this up at dinner parties and people look at you and this is why. They can't come to groups. I, I don't really get asked at dinner parties. But like when people start talking about something, I'm like, that to me is so much more interesting. Like, okay, I get it. The tax bill's not fair. Fine. Mm-hmm. But sit down for a minute. Yeah. Because that to me is, a, it's such a huge world that we have a high level CIA guy's nephews, essentially, are pulling off the bombing, and they've been, and we, we have them under surveillance. They're going back and forth to Chechnya. Okay, it's crazy. Yeah. That just—I mean, I want to get in the queue, but man, that's the reality. So you're saying me, to me those two kids in the Boston bombing were related to a fucking high, high level. Samantha Fuller is Graham Fuller's daughter. Graham Fuller is the architect in the CIA of the, of, of the program that funded the Mujahideen. He was an iconic, mm-hmm. legendary CIA officer. Holy His shit. daughter. Married Ruslan Zarnayev. Ruslan Zarnayev, of course, is the uncle of both Zokar and Tamerlan Zarnayev. The government has done more to, and, and by the way, that's come out in papers. Nobody yep. gives a shit. Yeah, Nobody cares. Nobody in this country cares. They don't Nobody care. Cares. And that's the big they problem. They don't care, man. Everything is two days ago. <laughs> right. Two days ago, <laughs> on to the next thing. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Right. Well, like, and whereas conspiracy, yeah. as conspiracy theorists, and I, I'm assuming you're one of them. Only I, that, I think I am. It's more like <laughs> I spiritual. I just outed myself. Yeah. Spiritual skepticism, you know. We, nobody ever comes back to keep score. I yeah. tell I tell people for the most part we are right. Right. We are right. And it might be now. 20 years or 30 years before they find out they'll run a small article, 
you know, wherever. Maybe, you know, it won't be in a paper by this, this time. It'll be on some website or whatever. They'll beam it into your fucking head. I don't know what they'll do. Yeah. And there'll be some small article being like, I don't know, maybe there was a probable conspiracy. I mean, there are books written. A lady, Michelle McPhee, wrote a book that said the FBI is lying about the Boston bombing. That essentially, much like with Whitey Bulger, these guys were informants that turned. Yeah. And the FBI doesn't want to admit that because it would jeopardize how they recruit people, how they get funding. There would be oversight. Heads That's would roll. That's how you keep the machine rolling. Yeah, but then you then you start looking at these 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 uh, all of these things, man. Where all of these people, a lot of them, and I and I and I, and I whether it's the Oklahoma City bombing or everything. The feds have a ton of informants everywhere, everywhere. that never seem to sniff this out. It's very weird. Yeah. And, and and it's just this or odd. Is it weird or is it purposeful? Well, that's what it is. I mean, I don't know. But you get to a point where you're like, if this keeps blowing up in your face, why? Is it blowing up in their face or yeah. is they, are they blowing it up? Well, that's the question. That's my question. That's the big question. I mean, I, the CIA or the yeah. FBI right now is being sued by the family yeah. of the guy who went nuts on that base in Texas yeah. because it's their contention that they told him to do this. Yeah. I mean, there are some things where it gets into some very complex intelligence stuff. And I don't even mean that as a dodge. I mean, you get into like double and triple agents. Yeah. You get into somebody who's been, you know, turned... You know, a, a Russian guy, you know, a, 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 you know, a quadruple agent is somebody who's like working for Russia, but supposedly, you know, gets turned by the U.S. and goes back to Russia and says it was turned by the U.S. And then Russia goes, OK, that's fine, but you're still going to work for us and pretend that you're working for them. But in reality, he's actually still working. He goes back to the U.S. and goes, well, I'm actually so. So you, you get to a level of complexity with like who some of these people are and what their allegiances are. And if there are any fucking allegiances at, at that game, at that level. And then these things these blo- so I don't really. It's very hard to know who the fuck is working for who. Dude, I listen, man. There's this guy, Oli Demogard. Is that it? Correct. He lists all this shit that goes. If this is going on, be suspicious. Well, and I re- go on. History is written by the winners. I mean, right. the fact that you mentioned Boston, I'm thinking further Boston. The Tea Party. Yeah. They dressed up like Indians, dumped them shit. That was a terrorist act. And then they're Sons of Liberty only because we won the war. Right. And by the way, if uh, Britain had won the war with us, they would have labeled us fucking terrorists the way we label right. Al-Qaeda, right. Hamas, Hezbollah, yeah. all these others. Absolutely. But we would be known as those American terrorists, and we had to snuff them out because yeah. they hated our freedom. Yeah. Make no doubts about it. Al-Qaeda, it, it means the network. That they didn't name right. themselves that. We, the CIA named it the network. Right. I mean, let's get into like the uh, and this will lead into what we're talking about. And you know what? This this show's going to change into what we originally want to talk <laughs> right. about. We're just going to talk about the dark hands of the government and what what's yeah. involved with that, and eventually get in the queue a little bit. But uh, let's talk. Let's talk the uh, Pulse nightclub. That guy goes shoots up. Yeah. His father is seen in pictures with Obama. Yeah. His Omar Mateen actually worked as security for, I think, I forget what company it was. It could have been it was either it was a military security company that was providing security for places like BP and stuff like that. It's very interesting. You know, all of these guys, Timothy McVeigh, supposedly they all get into the military, but they wash out. Yeah. Okay. Supposedly they all wash out of the military, and the military has no records of them, and it's like they only have the record of them being dismissed or being discharged. And you wonder. You know, you wonder, are these guys recruited into... Because McVeigh had claimed to his sister. He had said to his sister, I was recruited into a special operations program within the United States military. It's a black ops program. Oh, you know, no. all of these guys, by the way, 
a lot of them have some type of relationship to the military, that the military turns them away. That We all see, it's very public, that they try to get in. They can't get in. And by the way, why? We should be taking... Everybody, right? What do you think these that all this this propaganda these these TV shows these movies? There's more war movies and military television shows than I've ever remembered before. Everything is coming out now. It's about the guys on the train. It's about nine eleven. Yeah. It's about going in and saving. I mean, yeah. there are so many. You know why? Because they're gearing up for more war. Yeah. They want to go into two more wars, which put us yeah. almost in the seven or eight, which is entering Hitler numbers. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you look at all these guys that go on these, you know, you know, shooting rampages and everything, and you go, w- were we fucking around with these people's heads? Were we doing something that scarred them? I mean, we know MK Ultra existed. Supposedly it ended. No, we have to take the government's word for that. But, I mean, we've always been looking as a way to kind of perfect, whether it's a super soldier or an assassin or somebody that could just kill somebody and basically you could wipe them clean and another personality might not know that they even did it. Um, so oh, that was the whole thing in MK Ultra, which yeah. was a big thing. It was like, we want to be able to control someone's mind that they will do something even if it's not at their best uh, chance of survival. Right. I mean, best or against Absolutely. their own I mean, interest. listen, when you look at all these things, Sirhan Sirhan, who shoots Bobby Kennedy, you know, Jack Ruby, who shoot all of these people that act in very illogical, irrational ways, and the government's interests end up being served, or the people, the, you know, the mechanisms behind the government. And you go, this guy, they know they're going to get caught. They take no attempt to flee. They never try to get away. Yeah. It's very odd. So you wonder, <coughs> is there still some type of program where a lot of these guys that try to get into the military ended up getting recruited into some type of black ops underground program? And does some of that programming backfire and they just go out there and go crazy? I think that you are giving it way too much credit that yeah. it backfired. Yeah. I think maybe, well, you're right. You're probably you know, right. You know, the Clintons. I always, always try to hedge it and make it a little. <laughs> you know, for somebody who may not believe any of this stuff, I always try to like. You know, ease it in. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A little lube. You like a little foreplay. <laughs> yeah, a little with your lube. Like, hey, that. you know, I maybe. That. But I agree with you that it's it's far too puzzling. Well, look yeah. at the. I mean, we have a couple instances where some this shit's happened. Let's take a look at this this de- this Texas shooting that nobody even talks about anymore. Right. Where amazingly, this fucking NRA guy conveniently fucking pops him and he says he's dead. And they find him dead in a car. No pictures of him in the car. No nothing, dude. What is his thing? Exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Washed out in the military. Yeah. Angry ass, angry right. ass white guy. Right. Suddenly the, the programming's going bad. You don't hear anything about this guy ever again. It's gone away. Yeah. Let's you remember well, when remember when we had that shooting in Vegas that nobody gives a fuck about well, anymore? I'm gonna give into that, but yeah. I wanna talk about because yeah. hey, that's huge and we'll get into yeah. that. Because this brings in us in the queue yeah. a little bit. But um do you do you remember when uh black Black people are being shot by cops all the time, yeah. right as the election's going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in these elections going. And then all of a sudden, miraculously, the blacks are fighting back. And now these two guys who are descriptions are exactly the same. Black ex-military disgruntled man yeah. fires on them, kills all these guys, but can, both 
conveniently get killed by a uh, robot drone, yeah. uh, bo- a bomb de- detonator. Yeah. Well, the commonality with all these stories, including that one, is that the the, the, the perpetrators of these acts are never able to speak. Mm-hmm. The Boston bombing, the government put special administrative measures on all of the lawyers Slit in the his case. Slit too, dude. Yeah. Slit the throat, and, and, and none of the lawyers in the Boston bombing can talk. There, no, nobody in the Boston bombing could talk. The courtroom was it was shut down. It was on lockdown. Very few trials, by the way. I mean, remember, I grew up with O.J. Simpson. There were fucking cameras in the courtroom every day. We watched it every day. Yeah. You're telling me the Boston bombing trial wouldn't have ratings throughout the roof? You're telling me that networks wouldn't want to be like, today on the Boston bombing. Yeah. Of course yeah. they fucking want that shit. It was some of those hot Fox News strippers yeah, that they can read teleprompter. You know, you know, at the end of the day, and it's a young kid. It's such a fucking sexy story of like these brothers that fucking took on the government and fucking. And you know for a fact that would have been fucking prime time viewing. You, but I, there's a reason they said no. Special administrative measures. Nobody's allowed to go fucking near that courtroom. There's no information that's allowed to get out. It's yeah. crazy. And now, do, real quick, Aaron, are we okay? Okay. Uh, now, have you ever seen pictures of the Boston bombing? And how there's this group of very well-built, good-looking yeah. guys in all black with the, yeah. with the legendary uh, black Punisher hats. Walking around with the Punisher yeah. hats on, okay? Yeah. One guy has a backpack on that looks exactly like the one they show that's detonated. Yeah. Then they show the kid with the backpack yeah. doesn't have the same backpack on. Yeah. Now, I remember watching that, right? Yeah. So I see this thing going on. I read this and I'm like, that's crazy. So as you know, we live, we're here in Los Angeles. We're very close to San Bernardino. Yeah. The famous San Bernardino office shooting yeah. happens and I'm watching it happen live on television in real time. They, they, the news crews are down there. They're interviewing the witness. And I always say the truth comes out at those quick little moments before they can control everything. Yeah. The news crews show up, and then it's go, and then they start walking back what they're saying. Yeah. So they go, yeah, did you see what happened? He goes, yeah, four, three or four white guys in all black military fatigue, and that caught my my ear. All black military fatigue walked in, started laying fuck, started shooting people. I'm like, oh, I either, I go, man, that sounds exactly like the Boston bombing, dog. Yeah. And then the story changed. Yeah. To this, yeah, this fucking couple, couple who just had a baby, yeah. went on a shooting spree, yeah. and they show him dead on thing, and he's hogtied. And like you said, there's not a lot of context ever. It's just like, hey, these people went nuts, and you know, it's like a guy, like, you know, whether it's uh, the Vegas, you know, Stephen Paddock, Vegas is just like, is crazy hey, too. The guy, and, and I'm one of these guys where I don't jump to everything's a conspiracy. I always try to. You know, make sure I'm looking at everything and and looking at the facts. But to me, I'm like, show me a video. Just why not? Why not? And if they do, great. Show me a video of this guy. Any video. Las Vegas is the most surveilled place in the world. Show me any video of this guy walking up to a room with fucking the weaponry that he had. Dude, let me just tell you that. Oh, I got in a fight with Jason Ellis on that. Dude, I've, I've brought my own stuff up there. They don't have to touch anything. I'm like, well, Jason, why do you use the employee elevator? Oh, because the fucking, the guy walking through the Tropicana with SWAT protecting him owns those five floors because those five floors are owned by the House of Saad. That is the, yeah, f- yeah that Crazy. is the Four Seasons, dude. Right. That's why you're using the thing. And there's <laughs> and now the new dump that came out of all the fucking emails and all that shit about the, the the about the case where the lawyers fought for 
This guy's emailing somebody trying to sell him fucking ARs. Okay? Right, and that's the thing. Who is you know with Stephen Paddock? Seems like he was a weapons dealer, or at least it looks to the to the to the layman like that's a possibility that he was. So, so what we want to talk about, and we're thirty three minutes into it, but this all ties in together. Is these anonymous drops that come out? And we're going to get in the queue. Uh, the first big anonymous, I mean, we had mega anonymous come out, but then this guy, John comes out and he starts talking about, Hey guys, on September 11th, if you're in Las Vegas, high impact shit's about to happen. If you see four vans run. So he sees this dude. I'm going to show you something. What he sees. He sees this. If you read that, what does that say to you? 9-11-01. Okay, that's what you read. But what if I told you that's not what it is? It's Route 91 on October 1st. Oh, wow. And that's okay. exactly when it fucking went down. Did it happen on Route 91? Yes. Wow, it was called okay. the Route 91 Harvest Festival. Another wow. sign, Harvest Festival, Crazy. which is a creepy-ass fucking creepy. thing, yeah. dude. So what I believe happens a lot is that multiple things are going on. Yeah. So the, you know... The, you know, the CIA, whoever, uh, the deep state, or the C. Okay, I'm watching this video. It tells me there's two kinds of groups that are involved in the government. There's a deep state, and they are, they are a group of people who work in the rules of the government to manipulate the government. Sure. Okay? Bribing, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, lobbying, all that shit. And then there's the shadow government, which works outside the laws of the Constitution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're looking at the people in the shadow government. You're looking at actually rogue factions of these agencies that are working with major global corporations okay yes so you get the best of both worlds there and that's when you have and and i mean if you look at you know the bush family all of these guys that are able to pull off these very complex operations even things like just you know covering up george w bush literally going awol with his military service you know if you look at how they covered that up this guy russ baker wrote a great book called family of secrets about that they covered it up we're like Records were disappearing in fires that, like, like engulfed entire buildings yeah. in this Texas military. And it's like, hey, regular politicians can't pull shit like that off. Yeah. But if you do have an intelligence background and you have the right connections, you can. And what they did similar in that election that they did to uh, George Bush did to uh, what's his face? He ran against the really ugly guy that was married to Hertz. What's his name? Who'd he run John against? John Kerry. John Kerry, okay. They actually take his... George Bush's weakest yeah. point and make it John Kerry's weakest point, yeah. which is like, oh, you lied about your service. Yeah. You didn't do all that. Yeah. Cause, and that's exactly and listen, what they, they did with, hold on, yeah. with Hillary Clinton right. when they find out about fucking Uranium One and they do a study and that's her worst thing. So what do they do to Trump? Yeah. They fucking make that. Yeah. Oh, you were you worked with the Russians. You colluded with them. You fucking helped them. That's your weakest moment. Yeah. Nobody talks about uranium yeah. one. And I'm not saying right. that, that Trump has no ties to Russia at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm sure there's fuckery everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. But that is like this uranium one shit. We saw the first indictment come down. This yeah. one guy in Virginia, eleven indictments. Nobody in the mainstream media is talking about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I and I think that as far as the the, the anonymous source, it, 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 you know, the Q with these document dumps, it's very hard to. This is the problem. It's very hard to know on what level we're being fucked, you know. And it was very hard to know 
you know, who's dumping this information, if this information is, is, is accurate, if it's partially accurate, if some of it is just to create chaos, if the person feeding it to him or her is accurate, what their motives are. There are so many layers and levels of, of information, how it gets to us. Before it gets to us, it goes through all these filters, and there's certain things that are coming out. So it's very hard to know uh, what's accurate. But that is crazy. That that Vegas thing did make me think when, when somebody put that, there's going to be a high-level event. That is very interesting. It's not hard only to did he say that, that. Yeah. not only did he say that was going to be a high level event, he told us that Sheldon Anderson, Sheldon Adelson, yeah, was going to work on. He's going to buy into a company that does body scanners, and they're going to force body scanners into all these hotels, so you have to buy them. Which is exactly the same game plan as 9-11. The guy who was head of our, our national security owned a company that made all those body scanners that you have right. in the airport. Yeah. And not only did you did every airport have to buy them, have you noticed there's four of them and you're only using one or two? Yeah. You have to buy four of them. Right, right. So now they're in everything. We just saw, and I believe it's either, I believe, and I could be wrong, it is the Westgate now is going to put in body scanners. Interesting. He called that as well. Yeah, I mean, it, this is very interesting stuff, and I don't know. Some of it is, a, I'm a little skeptical about some of it because you I know it always be. There was a, there was a lot of document. There was a lot of stuff about Pizzagate, and I'm I'm a, I, I've gone deep in a rabbit hole of the, of the conspiracy, the, the pedophile cult conspiracy. They're 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 real. They exist. The Franklin scandal in the eighties is, oh, is the eighties. We all know uh, Jim this, Se- Jim Self, J- Jimmy Seville, Jimmy Seville, all these fucking guys in Hollywood. I mean, forget it. Iceland right now, their government's Huge. about to collapse. Right, pedophiles at every level yeah. of the government. There. That being said, when it came to the Pizzagate, there was a lot of disinformation out there. Almost, it looked like it was almost being done to discredit. Well, of course, it is, dude. Real, so, so that's what I look at all these, these, these. But what Im- is the one argument yeah. that you get when you get um, on Pedogate? What do they yeah. say to you? Oh, so they're fucking kids in a pizzeria. That was done on purpose, man. Right, right. They are fucking kids. I, I will tell you that. As sad as it is, and as tragic as it is, but it's also. They tried to weaponize this argument politically and go, oh, it's Democrats. It's all there is really this whole idea that the Democrats and Republicans are like these different things that Mm -hmm. needs to be smashed. Two heads of the same snake. That needs to be smashed. And I and because we're in such a politically divisive climate right now, it's hard to explain to people how Nancy Pelosi and fucking John Boehner and any of these fucks are not different. They're covering up. Their interest is only the preservation of their own power. And I don't know. Here's the thing with Trump and stuff. It's hard to know. Is he this revolutionary dude that's like up against all these forces? Or is he controlled on some level? It's very hard to know, man. Because there's a couple things that you could have going on. Uh, One... There is. Uh, we have a woman who came on. Her name is the Truth Factory. She's the cat on the Truth Factory. It's a really great video, and I do trust her research. Yeah, I trust her research. She's a. You said the cat. What she does is she doesn't show her face. She has a talking cat that does news. It's Listen, really many, funny. Many a time I've had a, a cat or a dog tell me As something. As a gay that man, I'm, I'm sure you do Absolutely. own a lot of cats. Yeah, I, I do a lot of cats. Big Persian. Yeah, I respect yeah. it. But she does a lot of stuff, and she was saying that. And she's biased because she leans to the right. She goes, I, I think he's a negotiator and that he's playing the game. Well, I think you're putting a little too much belief. I think that the right looks at Trump the way the left looked at Obama as this change. Now, 
we kind of got in a little uh, uh, argument about that because not all of Trump is bad. Sure. Trump has come in and just destroyed the mainstream media. And and great and good for him. This illusion that they are giving you news is done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even it is like trying to force me to eat bad ice cream. Just it's sour, it's bad. Uh, I'm not going to do. I can't do it. It's destroyed the facade. Their numbers just keep keep going lower. And now <coughs> So you got that. You got this whole pushback against the quote unquote deep state as yeah, well. Yeah. And that's what this Q guy keeps telling us, yeah. man. And but the problem is that Q is called a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So what other other than the uh other than the uh the Vegas thing, what has he called? Well Q Q didn't yeah. necessarily do the Vegas thing. It's a guy named John it was a anonymous dude named John. I think they're related. Okay. Yeah. I think they may have to be the same thing. So yeah. So you want to get into some of the Q shit? I love sometimes this episode. the Q. It's like great. Sometimes the Q stuff gets a little too mysterious for me. It gets a little too much like alternative comedy. Yeah. Like he'll be like, "Ask questions. What means what? The future uh, will prove the past." And it's like, "Hey, fucko! I'm. It's three a.m. I'm trying to follow you here." Well, you I know? think I think. Listen, dude, and maybe I'm hoping too much into this guy. Yeah. Because I've enjoyed watching this shit. Because yeah. he'll tell something, and then a couple days later, like, holy. Fuck, man. I, I hope it's act. Listen, the idea of a high level guy dumping stuff. I mean, look at Julian Assange. I remember Julian Assange. People were like, "Oh, he's controlled by Russia. He's this. He's that." Julian Assange goes, "I publish what I'm sent." Yeah. Seth Rich, I truly believe, sent. I believe he leaked those files. To Julian Assange. Oh yeah. Seymour Hirsch, who's a, the journalist who's won a Pulitzer Prize, exposed the My Life massacre in Vietnam. Seymour Hirsch believed that Seth Rich sent those files, even though Hirsch then said he doesn't believe Seth Rich was killed. He thinks it was an unrelated event. I don't know. I, I mean, that's. I mean, again, it's very right tough. It's very tough to believe these are all unrelated. You know, Dude, Michael, they just arrested thirteen high-ranking. Fucking yeah. MS-13 guys. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's another thing you got into. So you know a little information. I know we're going to do a bigger episode on Q, but this it's such a great conversation. Yeah. I didn't want to be like, stop it. Let's get into this. Fucking, you're a great guest. Dude. No, I love it. You're really good. Is this what your show's like all the time? You just... It's, it's very similar. We'll bring on people. We'll interview them, you know, uh, and, and uh, we, we get into these. We get me and my, my, my friend Ray Kump. Uh, is a uh, he's like a brilliant guy, but he's like you would see him, you'd be like, "This is a homeless guy," you yeah. know. But he's a brilliant guy. Jesus looked homeless. That's that's what I said, you know. <laughs> Ray's fatter, but we uh, we talk about this stuff because you know what? It needs to be talked about. Yeah. All right. So on October twenty eighth, someone calling themselves Q began posting a series of cryptic messages in a four chan thread titled "Calm Before the Storm." Q claimed to have a high level government insider Q clearance, hence the name. Tasked with posting Intel drops, which he has for some reason called crumbs, bread crumbs. Yeah, I get crumbs. Follow the crumbs. Right. That's what the uh, when they're going to uh, when they get the two kids get lost in the forest. What's yeah, the table? Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, they yeah. leave crumbs. Yeah. yeah. So bread he's trying crumbs. to he's trying to give us some information without exactly saying it. However, thanks to some rather forced coincidences, the internet decided that Q was totally on Air Force One because he posted a blurry picture of some islands while Trump was on his trip to Asia. And, I mean, it looks like it's literally taken out of the... They've triangulated it, so it appears that he's posting and he's embedded in Trump's actual cabinet. Here's the thing about that, right? And this is what I love, okay? So I get emails from people all the time. And, guys, I read your emails. Sometimes I can get back to you. Sometimes I can't. But everybody who sends me something, I tried to read it. I send it to Ryan. 
we're, we're doing the best I can. But, man, I get an email from this dude, someone from the U.S. Navy, dude. That's right. From the U.S. Navy on... on um, it's about two months it? ago. Uh, on no November 9th. So uh, a week almost after Q's first drop, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get something. And it's called the fu- and dude, I, it's so funny. This sent to me. I'm like, what is this fucking shit? I didn't follow the attention. white rabbit. Well, first of all, it says follow the white rabbit. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is Q came out that his Twitter is a uh, it's a kill rogue. Yeah, and it has a white rabbit and says we write wrongs. Wow. Okay. And what it what has uh, fucking Trump said that gets this whole thing go calm before the storm. I get this email from this Navy guy. What's the title of it? Calm before the storm. Dude, and wow. it's all of Q's fucking dumps, dude. Be- I get the dumps before everybody else. He That's starts- crazy. Right? Yeah. And I didn't realize. And the guy, if you're listening, I fucked up, dude. I didn't even realize what I had. And it's just, and he starts breaking it down. And he talks about follow the white rabbit. What is the white rabbit, dude? Yeah. The white rabbit is this base in North Korea that looks like a hair. Yeah. And wow. his whole assumption is that North Korea is not the enemy. It's actually controlled by the CIA. Wow. It's like a private country. It's like, a private country. What, some you James know, Bond shit. Like, yeah. You can't go there. Fuck owning, uh, you know, fuck uh, Area 51. You know, in the desert, we can go to a different country that's that nothing. And everybody over there is a puppet. And you're right next to China. You're not right next to Russia. You're right next to the Middle East. It's kind of a good spot to be. Then he starts talking about the Iran deal that Obama did. And that the money actually wasn't sent to Iran. It's sent to North Korea to fund the, the black ops going over there. Wow, really? Yes. And then, now it's come out that... Obama had his DEA not investigate the fact that Hezbollah was selling drugs. My belief, they say cocaine, I believe it's heroin, to fund their 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 operate Hezbollah's operation, which is exactly going back to the Iran Contra affair, yeah. which is exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Which is it's fucking two sides of the same coin. It's that the, the economy is built on perpetual war. It is our, you know, no matter what you sell, uh, you know, it's been it's been brought to my attention that the biggest buyer is always the Defense Department, whether it's rubber, whether it's shoes. It doesn't really matter. You know, that is an essential part of our economy is that a peaceful world. Every president talks about a peaceful world. That's our goal. We would be bankrupt. A peaceful world would have bread lines in this country that made the Great Depression look cute. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day, all we're doing all over the world, whether it's Syria, Libya, Iraq, Iran, North Korea, we are stirring up trouble. We're using proxies. We have intel agencies that, you know, so any of this stuff is... Is believe do I? I mean, is is, is North Korea CIA controlled? I don't know. I can't. I can't tell you. It's very. It's very hard to know anything. I will tell you this: we've penetrated a lot of governments around the world. We have a lot of people in. In, in you know, the the type of stuff which is called blue book, which mm-hmm. is what the CIA blue book is five levels above top secret. Where like basically that's when you look at all the governments we've penetrated. Who right, do we have? Right, you know, right, right, right. Um, and 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 that's that's something that's very interesting. Do we have a few? Very high level people in North Korea. 
Who knows? That's a great question, and we probably do. I mean, if not, we've been trying to. I'm sure we have him in Russia. I'm sure Russia has him here. And then at the end of the day, when you start looking at all this stuff, and you start looking at the ruling class and the way they operate, you go, how much of this conflict, this dance that we do with Russia, with China, how much of this is manufactured? Yeah. How much of this benefits everybody that runs these countries? And that's the reality of it. I mean, when you start looking at, for example, Trump and Russia— you go down that rabbit hole, it connects you to a law firm called Morgan Lewis. Morgan Lewis is a law firm that, that uh, is, was hired by Trump. It's a D.C. law firm. They represent Trump. They also represent a guy named Felix Sater. Felix Sater was a guy who was, uh, was arrested uh, by the FBI for you know, financial crime. He was turned to be an informant. He was an informant. He was working for the Russian mob. And the FBI said, you're going to inform for us. Okay, Felix Sater... Ended up working in Trump Tower. He was the assistant of Donald Trump. They went and looked at real estate projects together. It was a firm called Bayrock. He went, Felix Sater went with Ivanka to Moscow to look at real estate appointments. And, and then when Trump is asked, Trump's like, I don't even know if I can identify that guy. And he worked with him very closely for a very long time. So, the, and, and, they, and by the way, and this all ties into the feds, the FBI, they knew all of this. Oh, yeah. So the FBI now saying, they're like, oh, there's collusion between Trump and Russia. Fuckers, you knew that. Yeah. From the jump. It's all theater, you dude. Knew, it's all theater. You knew that from the jump. You had an informant working with Trump. Yep. Now, here's the other. So is Trump an informant? Like, where does it end? It's and, all, and it's crazy. It's uh, all dude, theater. Trump's presidency is so much like Clinton's. It's unbelievable. Right. In terms of they come out of nowhere. They beat an established guard. They fucking have a third party come stealing votes from the, yes. the lead. They get in the office, and then it's just, just business as usual. No, but it's 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, inquiry. It's it's uh, investigation about him in Whitewater, yeah. uh, fucking Russian Gate, whatever. It's over and over to get you not to pay attention to why they do all the bidding of the masters and of it mankind. ends up paralyzing the government, so that the only things that get done are things that would have gotten done anyway, like these tax bills. Like these fucking, you know, this is pretty much what they wanted to do anyway. So this guy Q gets into, uh, he talks about a lot of things. He starts talking about Seth Rich and uh, MS-13 and Debbie Watson Schultz. Well, now they just invest. He's basically insinuating she put a hit out on him. I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that, that Rich very potentially was killed for what he did. I mean, when you're at, you're, when you're at that level, I don't know. What he did, and I, I also think it's very possible it could have been a coincidence. He could have lived in a bad neighborhood. I don't. It's very hard for me to know. What I do know is I do believe he did leak those things to WikiLeaks. I mean, I do believe that. You know, I do believe that and too. Again, you so see the like, wink of the nod. It's a basically. lot of coincidence. You know, Michael Hastings, a journalist whose car ended up fucking oh, yeah. going into a happen. tree, and it's like, and listen, if that happened to one of my buddies, I'm an ex-addict. A lot of my buddies are fucking druggies. I would have been like, shit. But when that happens to a guy who was investigating John Brennan, the head of the CIA, to write an article. When that happens, you're like, you got to look at that and with some skepticism. Well, 100%, dude. My friend yeah. saw it die. The guy was had a big story. I mean, this guy, this Q guy starts dropping a lot of shit. Starts yeah. talking about the purge, man. Yeah. And that fucking happens, man. Where the pur- I don't know if you talked about before or after, but he breaks down basically what's happening is that this is a power play to get rid of the people who were vo- involved in 9-11. Yeah. All this fucking shit. We find out that one of the Saudi princes who died 
died fucking was on a helicopter and was in a shootout. No, yeah. He died one of those two ways. Yeah. And then, then we find out Huma, who's fucking connected to the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah. Her, all this shit's they're on. Back, they're back together. Huma and Wiener. Because you can't. Back together. Yeah, because then they'll have to testify against How each other. crazy is that? Dave Smith made a good point. He's a Legionist Gangs guy. Yeah, we've, we've had him on. Yeah, you've had him on. So Dave Smith made a good point. It was on Rogan, actually. He was like, you know, Hillary's husband's a sexual predator. Her best friend, Huma Abedin's husband's a sexual mm-hmm. predator. If you're a regular person in America, you're going, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. How is it possible that <laughs> both of your husbands are sexual predators? Yeah. And you're both best friends and trying to run the country. So what I think is going on, and maybe I'm, I'm looking into it, but I think that uh, uh, Trump might be smarter than we think. And maybe this, I'm going after these sex offenders, these uh, pedogate <coughs> things is a thing he throws out to get the left or the right to stay behind him. Because now he passes this fucking, he passes this uh, law, but it basically says that if you are, this bill, this act, that if you're in, uh, if you're involved with human trafficking, we can fucking seize your assets. Mm-hmm. And then the Everybody starts going crazy. Yeah. And the flights start going nuts. This guy, this plane goes to Japan. He calls it. The plane goes to Japan. It gets called back because one guy got on the wrong plane, which if you've flown, you know that's bullshit. Yeah. Good luck getting on an airline yeah. you don't have a ticket for. Did you hear about that thing in Atlanta where they where there was a major blackout? Remember he called that. You know who's supposedly on that plane? Who? George Soros. Really? That's, what, that's and fucking nuts. And they're talking about George Soros yeah. is in Gitmo, man. He starts talking about Gitmo, dude. Yeah. Really? The internet has been buzzing with rumors that the high-level VIP members of the deep state, a.k.a. the cabal, the Illuminati, the global elite, whatever you want to call them, they are being detained for human rights abuses and corruption and are being taken to U.S. special forces to a military prison known as Guantanamo Bay Naval Base Gitmo Crazy. as a result of thousands sealed in documents. Dude, a huge military unit from Arizona has been sent to Guantanamo. Five planes have been sent there that nobody, they, they're like no calls or something like that. And I'm sure I'm going to get killed on the internet. But they're like no call and no signal. Yeah. And no, they don't respond to anybody going where you are. Yeah. And the, five of them went there. That was fascinating. When they said this entire airport experienced a blackout. It's like, by the way, when the fuck has that ever happened? Yeah. You know? And it happened again. And he called it a plane with a high-level guy in the Clinton's house. Crashes, the guy dies. It's yeah. like all this shit's going on. Yeah. Julian Assange, right? Yeah. Puts out this tweet about MIA's uh, video say paper planes, right? Yeah. The next day, the U.S. passport system crashes. And what is your passport? Your papers to get on the fucking plane. Yeah. And you go, that's all coincidence. Yeah. Except it always happens. Because always, the, yeah. The thought is that these people involved with this human trafficking shit are trying to flee the country. What? Yeah. And they're yeah. calling them back and they won't let them get off. High-level confidential sources say a thousand Marines accompanied General Mattis to Gitmo to provide security for quote-unquote special prisoners. And yeah. what a great way, because that's where they say Saros is right now. That's, that that yeah. he is there. What a great place to isolate. You can't get out of there, homeboy. I mean, a lot of people in this government have been controlled forever by a blackmail operation that involves, among other things, you know, recording their sexual dalliances with fucking children, as sick as that sounds, you know. These people, for a very long time, have been controlled and blackmailed at the, by at, at the, the highest level and, and the, at the highest yeah. levels. So at the end of the day, to unwind that system is, is a massive thing. And listen, if 
if it's going on, I'm skeptical. It started low, dude, I, and you're I, yeah. seeing like I hope it's low going level on. guys. Eleven yeah. Democratic mayors have been busted for yeah. kitty porn and child yeah. sex. We just saw a senator who got they released his video of them knocking on a door. He's got like Jesus Christ yeah. is my savior, and he's in there with a kid, and it's because dude, you can't just start grabbing people. There does seem to be a war. Going on within the intelligence community. That's my whole thing. There does seem to be a war. It's called the alliance, right? Yeah. The alliance versus the Kabul. The Kabul is yeah. uh, basically the Clinton Foundation. The old the, school. The Bushes, the, the Clintons, all those guys. And, and those guys are in league with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And that's essentially set up another another CIA with Saudis, you know? 15 of 19 hijackers are Saudis. And then we fly them all out of the country so that nobody can be interviewed. Fuck you, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And then eight days later, Bandar bin Sultan sitting on the White House steps, smoking cigars with President Bush. Fuck you. That Who was? Who was? Bandar. Prince Bandar. Bandar Bush, they call him. Really good friends. He's a few days later sitting on the White House uh, in the West Wing with President Bush. After we had been attacked, we censor eight, uh, 28 pages of a report. So at the end of the day, I personally believe that this shadow government is a construction of U.S. and Saudi intelligence. Don't forget Israel, dude. It's in there. Fucking Mossad is as much a part of it as everybody else. Absolutely. It is. But Israel's and, a creation and, of us. We created. No, the Rothschilds created fucking. Yes, wind, but. And our Federal Reserve controlled that. Absolutely. And I love Israel. Yeah. We just did, yeah. We've done stuff on the Rothschilds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did shit on fucking Soros. Yeah. This is not anti Semitic. Right. My fucking favorite people are Jews. I have to say that every time because. The, there's this lottery mentality of, you know, middle class, lower class Jews think they're Rothschilds and they yeah. got to defend the yeah. Rothschilds. And yeah. it's like those guys wouldn't pee on you right. if you were on fucking fire. So I hope that this is true. I hope that Q is dropping real stuff. I hope that there is if this is happening. And again, it's hard to know. But if this is happening, I hope some of these guys are brought to justice because, I mean, they're involved with shit that I truly believe if the country, if the American people knew what these people were involved with. I mean, everything from child trafficking to fucking what they did Dying in Corp? Haiti. Dying Corp? Dying Corp. Is like what they did in Haiti. Evil. What they did in Haiti, they should be in jail. What isn't the Clinton Foundation did in Haiti, they should be in jail. That's part of what's supposed to yeah. be going on. But isn't it laughable how everyone got mad at the shithole comment? Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I think, listen, if you're the president, you probably shouldn't talk like that. That being said, I think there's so many deeper issues, including why is Haiti the way it is? What the Clinton Foundation did Billion to Haiti. dollars. Yeah. And it's not just Clintons either. They use a foundation yeah. as like uh, a, 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 a production company, let's say. But it's the Bushes. It's all the, it's the, the Red the Cross. Eastern, it's the whole Eastern establishment. The Red Cross. Yeah. What does the Red Cross sound like? Oh, the Red Shield. What is the Red Shield? It's fucking the Rothschilds. Yeah, That's yeah. what the fucking... Because yeah. back in the day before you had numbers on your doors, you had fucking symbols. Yeah. And their symbol was the Red Shield. Yeah. So they took that and... And that means Red Cross. This is somebody, somebody is, uh, you know, a, a writer I've had on the show uh, has said to me, what this all comes down to is this is society at the highest levels perpetuating itself. 
Yeah. And they're not Jews yeah. either, dude. No, in my opinion, no. they're Luciferian. I, 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 I see it different than Satanists. I, I mean, people get mad when I say this. Yeah. But I've interviewed them. I, I know a couple of them. They're really one with the earth, Mother Earth. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Luciferians, we'll call them, or dark arts these people. Are, these are people who I believe it's a, it's a, it's a version of, you know, potentially Luciferian kind of pagan druid religion, basically, that they've kind of adapted to suit their own purposes. You see all of the rituals. You see what they do. Bohemian Grove and all this stuff. And again, Perfect. everyone says, oh, it's just people blowing off steam and everything. It's like, nah, I don't know about that. I know a lot of rich people. And going into the going into the woods in hoods with capes and talking to some fucking, you know, owl, owl mother and burning an effigy, that's something. What yeah. was that post that he said about owls? Oh, he had owls in there. He just what was that post? Yeah. It was just like, look for owls. And that's, I go, holy shit, dude. Because he talks about Bohemian Grove all the time. So we'll leave off on this. Have you heard of the... Uh, Within the Illuminati or within the global elite, there's owls and spiders. Have you yeah, heard about yeah, this? weaving spiders come not here, right outside yeah. the gates in Monterey. Yep, San oh, Francisco's I'm deep, baby. San Francisco's Bohemian <laughs> Club. I don't Club. sleep. <laughs> this will be a little teaser because we're gonna do a Bohemian Club. Uh, we're gonna do another thing on Cube. Uh, a cue. I got fucking slammed, and I would. I want. I wish I could investigate the timeline a little more. I wish somebody would make the timeline, explain the timeline. Maybe we'll do that sometime. But go on. But so yeah, so the Bohemian Grove is said to participate in some Illuminati-like behavior, such as performing mock human sacrifice to the pagan god Moloch. And uh, their motto, like you said, weaving spiders come not here, that's taken from Shakespeare's Midnight Summer's Dream. Let's hope it's mock sacrifice, right. by the way. We, we have to take their word that it's, that we have to take their word that it's mock sacrifice. I don't, you know? I, and that's why when I hear people mock us about yeah. pedo yeah. right? I go, just know... That you are laughing at children being hurt. Yeah. When you hear in horrible. Kansas the most that 80 evil. children have just disappeared Ugh. from fucking uh, 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 the adoption agencies, yeah. just disappeared. All these child actors who grow up and kill themselves. Yeah, they got yeah. drug problems and you're like, fucking, oh, stupid kids. I mean, all these fucking kids that their lives were ruined and they're protected by, again, the wealthiest and most powerful people in the world. And it's if you crazy. think it's about Washington D.C. or Hollywood or even freaking a uh, Wall Street, you're you're wrong, dude. Right. I mean, the the royal family of England has been tried in a World Tribune yeah. about hunting children. I mean, like this is real shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone's dirty. Everyone's a puppet. But uh, perhaps but hurting kids. Yeah, but perhaps QAnon is a deep state good guy, an owl fighting the good fight. Perhaps just some creepy shape shifting livered. Reptilian. Maybe there's a lizard person out there who's got a, a fucking suddenly got a conscious. The, I do believe a self-actualized the, reptilian. I like that idea. I like that. I like that idea. I do man. believe that whether it's Mega Anonymous, John Q, I believe that all these guys are part of this alliance, and that they they are American. Yeah, and they see what's happening to the government. Yeah, and they're like, this is we can't do it, this anymore. And if they are, and if this is all, you know, if this is true, they are taking a tremendous risk. They're taking a great all risk. All whistleblowers, taking dude. A people great like, risk. how many times, do you, dude? If this is happening, why is yeah. anyone saying anything? I had, oh, they don't want to die. John, I, had, I had John Kiriakou on my show, CIA agent, and he was like, uh, and it's a great interview, and, and 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 he basically talks about, you know, himself. You know, he was. This is crazy. Uh, you know, basically, he was sent to jail. They, the, uh, the CIA sent him to jail. This guy gets out of jail, comes on my show, and then fuck it. I'm not kidding. One month later, he's riding a scooter in Washington, D.C. A car hits the guy, and he ends up in the hospital. Not dead, but just by fucking 
just by a stroke of luck that he's not dead. A car hits him on a scooter. Now, again, who knows what it is? But, again, mm. that's a month after he was on my show talking about Saudi princes being killed after 9-11. And dude, crazy. And, that's dude. Crazy, man. Listen, man, there was a time in my life where uh, within a three-year period, about 15 people died from yeah. drugs. Yeah. And it was all drugs, alcohol, and that stuff. The amount of people that have died around the Clintons is unbelievable. And they, Crazy. And they still keep coming. The amount of survivors of the Vegas shooting who've died yeah. is yeah. troubling. Dude, the two pharmacy billionaires that died in Canada, right. connection to the Clintons. Right. And they didn't just die. They're like, oh, he killed her, and then he did the same thing to himself. They got murdered, dude. Yeah, it's bad. Bad news. Well, you know what time it is. Everyone's okay. favorite time. It's everybody's favorite time. He's been very quiet this show, soaking it in and itching himself. That's all I've seen him been doing. Well, he's nervous because he's queuing on. That's yeah, the- he, that is it. <laughs> Wake up! The Lord told me to tell you. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake So I strongly suggest that you wake the fuck up. You filthy animal. Aaron, thoughts? Uh, Tim mentioned the CIA uh, funding the Mujahideen uh, to beat the Russians. He forgot one crucial point. Oh! John Rambo. John Rambo. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> well, that was the best Aaron thoughts ever, dude. Yeah. Uh, Tim, any... Uh, any, I forgot to ask you about your dates. You got any dates? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I'm, I don't know when this comes out. Uh, it comes but, out today. Okay, so I'm at Laugh Boston this weekend, 18th through the 20th, TimDillonComedy.com. Uh, I'll be at uh, the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin coming up, Cluster Fest in San Fran coming up. Uh, I've got some more club dates on the website, and uh, uh, it comes out today. I can't announce what I'm doing. I'm doing a really cool thing. I'm taping something in Atlanta in February. If you're in Atlanta in February, I'd love for you to come to that. I can't say what it is, but details will be on my website, Tim J. Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N, on Twitter and Instagram. Hell yeah. If you guys don't listen to his podcast, you need to get something right with your well, life dude, right you now. Dude, me away, dude. I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to come back to L.A., dude. Yeah. I love it. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Well, you did great, and you're always welcome. You should hit me up earlier. So, I, I mean, I, you I got looks like it. you got some spots. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit you up next time. So I, hit me up, I dude. really lucked out this week, but yeah, I, no, I will. No, no, no. I, I was going to put you up in mine in I case know, nobody showed to, up. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, man. You did great, dude. Thanks for coming on. Guys, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, again, we had our best week ever, and we only I, I think we're going to keep growing. I know that this is going to be about Q. We'll get back to doing an all-Q one. I'm going to put them all together and break down what they said, but he's not. he's got a ton of shit. Please investigate. I know you guys want more an hour. This is all about us giving you a little information and you doing some research. Uh, we appreciate everything. We appreciate We couldn't do five stars today. We'll get them because we have Jim Florentine on. What is it? Aaron, Friday. We got Jim Florentine on Friday. Nice. We don't know what we'll talk. I want to talk about AI with him, but we'll see what he wants to get into. Ryan, you did a great job today. Love you, Tim, Sam. You crushed Thank it. You, and we will uh, see you guys next time. Much love. No hate. Great. You good? Killed. Great, dude. Good. That's what it's all about, That's dude. Awesome. Yeah, man. I the more.